0: this is something that I'm I'm very interested in and I'm I'm interested to know how it works but we were always hearing about um, taking care of our mental health and it is a huge a huge there's a huge drive on in Ireland at the moment to try to make us well but um, for most of us the idea of therapy is something that you see on American TV shows we're Irish we just shut up and put up um, is the attitude but it doesn't seem to be working but I am joined now by Martha Ryan who is a cognitive behavioral therapist Martha you're very welcome to the show how are you doing how are you doing Joan how are you I'm good thank you uh, now before um, we talk about your making therapy accessible initiative will you explain to people and I know that you were um, I know that you were a mental health nurse with over and you have over 10 years experience in mental health so how did you get into cognitive behavioral therapy
1: um, I got into it really when I was a student psychiatric nurse. Um, I did a placement and I just felt, wow, this really works. I could see people changing their behaviours, changing their attitudes and really making meaningful change to them for the mm. better. And it was just something I thought, I have to get into this. So as soon as I was qualified, it was always going to be my pathway that I was going to get into. So it was just a matter of timing for me when, it was, when I was ready to um, take it on.
0: Now, for a lot of people... Um and I suppose even even for uh, for for medical people, cognitive behavioural therapy is still something that's relatively now. I know it's been around for a few years, but it's it's relatively new. Tell me what the idea behind it is, or how how it works, Martha.
1: Well, how it works is it's a psychological approach to overcoming your problems. So it's talk therapy, but it's a little bit more focused and more direct. We set goals um, goals that people and the therapist set together. So it's very collaborative in its approach. So it's two people coming together. The therapist is expert from their experience, but the client is expert because they're the one living their lives. Mm. So it's two heads coming together to try and solve a problem. And we look at two ways of doing that. We look at, well, what's keeping the problem going? And we try and break that cycle for them. Um, And then we look at, well, where did it originate as well? So it really kind of helps give a full picture to the person's story.
0: So just say, for instance, Martha... um just say somebody is having and i'm looking at at, at the areas that that you do but just sure. say somebody has um anxiety disorders and and worrying i know that that's mm-hmm. or just say even depression just say yeah. somebody is suffering from depression yeah okay so i go into you and i say look um i i feel that i'm depressed i'm, I'm very low and i can't lift myself and it's been going on for quite a while sure. and i've negative very negative thoughts and and uh how do you start to deal with somebody with with cognitive behavioral therapy
1: well, the first thing you have to do, John, is you have to do a proper assessment because I think it would be very unethical to just try and treat somebody with just getting a, a not the full picture so you have to get an assessment of the usual question you would ask is well what's brought you in at this time so usually you're trying to look is there a crisis is something happened right now rather than two months ago or two years ago that has led you to seek treatment so then you get a full picture you said you see well what is the pattern how, we, how does that depression uh, feature for you? because it would be very different for everybody else you try and get a real sense of what's going on and um, when did you first start feeling depressed what kind of thoughts do you have what kind of things do you do so you start to build up a little cycle of what's keeping this depression going
0: okay and and Martha is it is it around then when just say then for somebody who is suffering from mm-hmm. a, a, and I know depression is is a very it's a very broad thing yes. so it's it's a difficult one I know I'm about to bring it up but okay. um do you try to make people aware of why they're feeling that way and to change the way they think about it? Is it?
1: Yeah, you would start really with the behaviour, Joan, to be honest with you, because a lot of times it's it's very hard to get into the thinking parts straight away because if you're depressed, you you know, you can be a little bit fuzzy around your thoughts and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. so a lot of times the way we break the cycle, is start with the behaviour, so what do you do when you feel depressed? Well, I don't feel like getting out of bed, so I stay in bed, I haven't the energy. So we would say well what would happen if you were to get out of bed regardless and then we start to lift the mood a little bit by changing the behavior and then we can start looking at the thoughts and you're dead right it is around negative thinking as well so how i think influences how i feel both physically and emotionally well i feel sad or i feel tired and lethargic and then that influences how i act well i don't have the energy to get washed and dressed or Uh Whatever you know that kind of thing. So that's really where we would start.
0: And it's starting kind of it's starting to, to kind of break it down. What about somebody, Martha? Just say who. Well, p- pick something yourself. Well, what what are the kind of what are the kind of issues do you deal with?
1: Well, I do deal a lot with say OCD, so obsessive compulsive disorder would be something I would work quite uh, a lot with as okay, well. Okay.
0: Okay so how do you I mean OCD is a, is, a, is a terrible illness or it can be it can be kind of go yeah. right the way across the spectrum I suppose Yeah. so that's somebody maybe who has to turn on and off a light 20 times before they leave the house or wash their hands yeah. 50 times a day or some other repetitive kind of thing how do you break that Martha?
1: exactly the same way we say well what what's the behavior why are you turning on what happens when you turn on the switch i feel better so what would happen if i didn't turn on the switch or if i didn't wash my hands well i'm scared that something bad is going to happen so then we say okay well can we test that can we see what would happen and we set a goal that the person is comfortable with it has to provoke enough anxiety for them to feel fear that that this bad thing might happen but also at the same time that they're comfortable enough to test it and a lot of times we will role model that with the client at first so I would say, well, let me do something that's fearful. Let me turn off the switches or whatever it might be, or not wash my hands after, you know, um, cooking food or something mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And let's see, will my children get sick if that's the fear, say. Um, so I will role model that for the client, and then we will feed it back and say, so So did that thing happen? No. So maybe I just fear it more than it actually happened. And, um, and slowly but surely, we start to build people's confidence to take on worse goals for them, like more deeper goals for them. Um, And then they can start making changes and build some momentum and feel confident in the therapy.
0: I would imagine at the moment that an awful lot of people, Martha, are in a fairly bleak place in in a lot of ways because of everything that's going on. I mean, I, I see even... In my own life, uh, people that I deal with and people that are around me and people I live around, there's an awful lot of flux going on, there's an awful right. lot of change going yeah. on, a uh, huge time change that mm-hmm. I haven't seen in a, in a long time. Is, is yeah. that kind of normal at the moment?
1: I think that's very normal. I mean, Joan, if you think one in four of us, it's well reported, one in four will suffer from mental health problems at any time in our lives. But if you look at the recent struggles that people are faced with, and the impact of stress and, and strain that that has on mental health, there has to be more than one in four at this time mm-hmm. in, in you know in society. Um, and we're definitely seeing people struggling more, but suffering more as well because maybe they you know don't know what to do as well with that because they've never experienced something like this before.
0: Um, you you also do mindfulness um, yes. therapy as well. How does how does that work, Martha?
1: Well, mindfulness is actually a third wave of CBT. So it's one of the new CBT approaches, although it's getting more credit on its own. Um, And mindfulness is really about paying attention in a particular way. So it's about coming back to the moment and deliberately focusing your awareness. So like that's the example of OCD. If your awareness is on, you know, I have to wash my hands. Well, we would say, okay, well, can we bring our awareness to something else as well and, and see what that's like? So it's about focusing our awareness. It's about reducing stress. Um, and coming back to the present moment uh, moment by moment just taking one moment at a time rather than going back to the past or going to the future Is it also
0: Is it sorry for cutting across you Is it also I read something very briefly the other day and I thought God that's kind of interesting um, uh, Mindfulness they were saying as well uh, or I read about it was saying that an awful lot of us I thought God that is actually very true always think if I only had this if I only had that or if that hadn't yeah. happened and none of us actually live in the now
1: That's right That's right, and that's what we really need to do is because the past is already gone, the future hasn't happened. So when we worry about the past, we can't undo events, and when we focus on the future, well, we don't know what's going to happen. So what we do is we try and focus on the present, on the moment, Um, but we do it in what we call a non-judgmental way. So we we try and be non-judgmental and kind and, and accepting, even if the present is difficult, even if I am faced in a difficult situation, just trying to be accepting, well, it is here, so what can I do now? about this. So it's really just really getting grounded and coming down to the basics of what can I do today?
0: That's very good, is it? Yeah. A, that sounds very interesting actually. Martha, what are you doing for people because you are um, the Lord Mayor of Dublin, Nisha o- O'Murray, is yes. going to be at uh, your practice which is Tranquil- Tranquility in Dublin too, isn't that right? That's right,
1: yes. Uh, well, yes. So what are you doing, Sorry. What we're doing, Joan, is we're, we're trying to make therapy more accessible to people because, as I said, people are struggling more the less may be able to afford therapy. So what we're doing at the moment, we're bringing in this initiative where we are offering two two spaces for clients each week to come and attend at a very reduced cost of therapy. And actually the client will decide what they can afford based on the needs. And it's for a specific group, because we already offer reduced rate for unemployed and students and stuff, but it's for a specific group of people who are struggling, but vulnerable and need help. So what we're doing is we're offering um, two spaces for two clients every week, um, for maybe five to seven clients. And that might not sit for five to seven sessions, and that might not sound like a lot, but with the work that we do, it's very thorough. They get a thorough assessment, mm-hmm. a thorough therapy plan with goals set and all that kind of stuff. Um, that they can really work and make meaningful change in that five to seven weeks. Unfortunately, we have to have five to seven weeks limits because if I had taken someone on for, say, a full year, then that place would be blocked for the next person to avail of it. So what we're doing is we're giving as much as we can back to the community um, and just making it accessible for people who are in need and need support but maybe can't really afford the full therapy
0: prices. That's very. That's a very good thing yeah. to be doing. It's kind of giving it back to the people, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Good. yeah. Very good. So, um, the Lord Mayor, as I said, Nisha Murray, she's going, to, she's going to be coming to your practice, which is Tranquility, in Dublin too. Whereabouts yes. is it exactly? It's We're on 20 molesworth Street, and I'll
1: just give the number if anybody's interested or has a, a member of family that's suffering from difficulties, they can contact us on 631 so, 6051.
0: 631 6051, okay, Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and that's it. We're, we're very centrally located in, in town, you know the kind of thing. And we're trying to make ourselves accessible and available and uh, promote mental health awareness. But really, the message we want to give is recovery is possible and therapy is accessible. So, so that's really, Joan, what we wanted to do by talking to you this evening.
0: Very good. Listen, lovely talking to you, Martha. Thank
1: you. Thank no, you very no, much.
0: No doubt we'll talk. We'll talk again. And look, that's that's a great initiative. Fair play to you. And I, I wish you, I wish you the best of success, Martha.
1: Thanks very much, Joan. Thanks thank a thank lot, you. Martha. Bye thank bye you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Okay.